What's up, gentlemen? This is Rising Phoenix Podcast, a podcast about how to rise up after your divorce. I'm your host, Michael Rhodes. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is episode 10, which is an episode with personal trainer Anthony Pluff. Anthony and I discuss fitness, weight loss, nutrition, all the good stuff that we will need probably in the next few weeks while we're chasing our New Year's resolutions. Uh, at least I know I will probably be chasing one myself. So I thought this was a uh, perfect time for this particular episode. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get something out of it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Anthony. I will be inviting him into the Facebook group page, so feel free to reach out to him. Here we go. Episode 10. Well, thank you for joining me today, Anthony. Uh, why don't you just jump right into it and tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Yeah. Uh, my name is Anthony Pluff. Um, I work as, actually, I have a few different jobs. Um, I work primarily as, a, I work full-time as an elementary PE teacher, um, and then I train clients uh, in person part-time, and I also train clients online, uh, specifically uh, dads who are really trying to uh, just kind of fit fitness back into their schedule when you have kids. Um, it makes it a little bit more difficult. So I really like kind of focusing on this population and just kind of helping them kind of integrate into their life without kind of feeling overwhelmed. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's talk about if a guy hasn't been to the gym maybe ever, and this mm -hmm. is his first foray into it, what should he be doing? What kind of plan should he be following? What exercise should he be hitting? Um, the first thing I would recommend is, um, talk to somebody at your local gym, um, talk to a trainer. Um, a lot, a lot of trainers, uh, it can be intimidating to come up to them and ask questions, but like, we really do like to help people out. Um, so, uh, I think this is the biggest mistake a lot of people make is they try and learn everything on their own. Um, I, I like to preach, um, form, form over weight. So if you can't handle the weight, um, you're not doing it correctly, um, you shouldn't be adding weight every single session, things like that. So focus on form first and everything else usually takes care of itself. Um, if, you, if you've never been to the gym before, you're not um, familiar with different exercises, I think it, um, it's not a bad idea. A lot of gyms will um, give you a couple of free sessions to work with the trainer. And like I said, it can be intimidating, especially if you've never been there before. But yeah. most trainers, at least the ones I've worked with, um, all really good people. Uh, they want to help you. They're there to help you. So if you just take those free sessions and you never sign up again, at least you learned a little bit in those few hours you worked with them. And it can really start you off on the wrong foot rather than going with by yourself, possibly getting hurt, uh, getting frustrated because you're not know, knowing what to do, things like that. So asking a lot of questions, um, just starting with the basics really is probably the most important thing. Gotcha. What kind of schedule would that look like, do you think, for someone that's just starting out three days a week, four days a week? Yeah, uh, I would say for for uh, for most people, uh, whether you're just starting out or um, you're trying to just fit it into your normal life, um, really three days a week is usually a pretty good. It's realistic. It's something you can usually stick to. Uh, Forty-five minutes to an hour. Um, you usually don't got to spend longer than an hour. Now, if you're training for something specifically, obviously you're going to put a little bit more time into it. Just like anything, if you if you learning a new language or something, you practice it one day a week, you'll probably learn a little bit. But if you practice it three, four days a week, you're going to get better a little bit quicker. So um, gotcha. I would say three, three days a week, if you can fit more in. Um, 
I think that's good. But I like to just kind of always start out a plan for three. If I get more great, um, if I can only get two in one week, three, the next week, one week, I can go on the weekends, both days or something like that. Um, just try to average that about three times a week. And what kind of, what kind of splits are you doing on those three days? What kind of muscles are you targeting? Yeah, um, usually, uh, um, especially if, um, well, if you're new, if you're new or you're just trying to stay in shape, uh, I try and do full body, um, more compound movements, okay. uh, fo fo um, focusing more on things like squats. Um, if you don't have weights for like a bench press, push-ups are great. Um, you can do them anywhere, which is awesome. So if you can't make it to the gym, you can do it at home, do it, do it over lunch, things like that. I would focus more on big compound movements that um, uh, require more muscles rather than doing things like bicep curls. Uh, lateral okay. raises, things like that. Those are great. Those are great accessory work. But if you only have time for 30, 45 minutes, I would focus on more of the compound lifts first. Okay. And what kind of uh, sets and reps for those? Yeah. Um, I would say, um, um, obviously, if you're just trying to get back into shape a little bit, we'd probably stick to the probably 10 to 12 range. Uh, three sets usually is pretty good. If you're just starting out, um, it's not a bad idea to only do one or two sets to kind of get used to it and stuff and kind of slowly progress from there. If you jump right into three, four sets, the first couple times you're going, you're gonna be pretty sore. Um, you're not gonna wanna go back. And uh, that's that's what we're trying to avoid here, trying to make it more of a routine. So um, we probably can stay away from the three to five rep range. That's This is more gonna be for our strength building, which which is fine, but it's also more taxing on your body. So it takes a little bit more time to recover. And then um, if, you, if you're going for more just endurance, um, so it'd be anything like higher than 10, around 15 reps, anything higher than that. Um, I would, I honestly like to avoid this as well. Um, since we're only going three days a week, we don't have necessarily, uh, we're not long distance runners. We're not going for, um, specific, uh, endurance goals, I guess. I like to go more for, um, just building a little bit more muscle. And that's also going to help, um, with the weight loss and just keeping it long-term as well. So in, in terms of someone returning that, like myself, I, I spent a lot of time in the gym uh, when I was in the Navy. And then, and that was, I don't even know how many years ago, way too fucking many. Um, and then I decided once you left to, to turn my my dining room into a gym and I started hitting hitting the free weights. Um, so, but I didn't, I, I mean, I followed a plan, but I kind of felt like I could just jump right back into yeah. it. Um, obviously, there was a bit of a uh, my body uh, had its own learning yeah. curve. But what what kind of recommendations do you make for someone in that sort sort of scenario? Yeah, uh, I would say um, definitely start slow. Um, it can be a, it, yeah. it can be exciting, especially this time of year. Uh, New Year's just coming around. Uh, weight loss um, is a pretty common goal for a lot of people, and they yeah. jump right into it. Um, and which is fine. A lot of people uh, you can actually. Um, lose weight, gain muscle fairly quickly, especially if you're just starting out with it. But the problem is it's usually not sustainable. Um, so if you're, if you go from never working out to all of a sudden you're working out every single day for two weeks straight, you're probably going to lose weight. Yeah. Um, you're definitely, you're doing a lot more uh, activity than you normally do, but, um, life gets in the way. Life doesn't usually slow down. No, um, it doesn't. so yeah. So th that's, that's probably something that you're not going to be able to maintain every single day. Um, you said you've got two kids, um, yeah. when, you, when you're with your kids, um, yeah. you're probably not gonna, 
want to work out or be able to work out you're doing things yeah. with them so yeah well even if i do get time to squeeze it in uh they usually want to work out with me which is yeah. great in a way but it's also i'm i'm picking up free weights like it's not there's not a lot yeah. a six and 11 year old girl can do in that realm yeah. um but yeah. you mentioned weight loss let's let's sink into that one because that's important to everyone okay. yeah. in terms of weight loss what's the best plan to maximize weight loss not necessarily just uh muscle gains yeah um i would say um overall um it's pro it's probably not the answer you're looking for but it really depends um it, it um it depends on your eating preferences um i i don't like to uh, and i've tried i've tried a bunch of the different more of the fad diets i guess yeah. mainly so uh, i get uh my clients like to try them they like trying keto paleo sure. uh, things at things like that and so i will do them myself just to, so i know kind of know what they're going through and stuff sure. and if you can stick with it pretty much any of those plants is going to help you lose weight so uh a lot keto keto is really big right now so i'll talk on that one okay um but keto is essentially you're limiting your carbs you want to get into ketosis as your um, your form of energy, uh, supposedly it's more efficient. Um, we won't get into all of that, right. but so you're cutting out carbs and it kind of makes it as like carbs are the enemy. Right. Well, carbs actually have a lot of benefits for the body, um, help regulate hormones and everything like that. So, and I mean, you look at bodybuilders, things like that over the years, um, all these diets come back around like Atkins keto, pretty much the same thing. They're just kind of rebranded a little bit. Um, so right. yeah, a lot of these things, like if you can stick with it, if you can stick with it, then I'm not going to tell you not to do it. Right. Um, I, I think that's the hardest thing though. I see with a lot of people, they're saying, uh, I, what I get a lot is I did really well this week, but then I went out with my friends on the weekend. Yep. And so now I'm starting over again on Monday. Right. Well, if you're consistently starting over again every Monday, you're probably not going to be able to see the results you want long-term. So right. I like to recommend um, just, just finding something like eating whole foods, including fruits and vegetables, um, trying to always be in a slight calorie deficit. Yeah. And from there, you're going to be able to um, really see results long-term. You may not be able to lose it as quickly, but when you lose it, you've now learned these new habits that are right. sustainable and you'll be able to keep it off long-term. Uh, the two biggest things I like to focus on um, is first uh, figuring out like um, your baseline calories, how many you need to eat in order to maintain where you're at. So if, if you did everything in a day and you, you ate poorly, but you ate at your calorie goal, you're going to stay, you're going to stay um, where you're at. Yeah. And how the, how the hell do you do that? Cause I'd like to know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's lots of different calculators online. Um, that you can kind of figure out where it is. Um, one of the easiest methods I use um, is you take your body weight in pounds uh, and multiply that by 15. Okay. So that so that's going to give you your um, so let's say a 200 pound 200 pound man times 15 about 3,000 calories a day um, to maintain. But you also have to factor in the equation. Um, activity level as well. So this right. is also factoring a little bit activity level. So if you go two weeks where you're walking a ton every single day, then you're eating at that level, you'll probably stay the same, but then you got to factor in at those next couple of weeks, you're not moving around. You're probably not going to be able to eat that 3000 calories. So 
multiplying it by 15 is usually a good, um, pretty good estimate. Um, I don't like, um, I don't like to have huge calorie deficits in order to lose weight. Like I said, I don't think it's sustainable. Right. If you're only eating 1500 calories a day, um, you're going to get hungry over time. Eventually you're going to end up binging, uh, over dinner or something like that. And then you're going to kind of lose that progress anyway. So usually around, um, probably about 400 calorie deficit mm-hmm. is pretty sustainable. You won't see just be shedding off pounds like crazy, but it's something that's pretty sustainable and your body can adapt to. So that, that's the first thing I like to do is I like to figure out the calories, figure out how much I need to maintain and then go in about a 400 calorie deficit. And then I figure out my protein next. So how, how I figure out how much protein I need a day. Um, the recommendation is usually between like 0.7 and one, uh, grams per pound of body weight. So let's go back to our 200 pound male. If you have a 200 pound, uh, I keep saying male, but male, female is about the same recommendations here. But, um, so 200 times 0.8 would be 160 grams of protein. So 200 pound male eat about 3000 calories to maintain Mm. He's about 160 grams of protein, which is usually a pretty good amount. Um, and then for me personally, carbs and fat are equal. I, I take that as personal preference, uh, with my clients, I don't tell them this many, this many grams of carbs, this, this much amount of fat, things like that. I like to, I like to figure out calories and focus on protein and whatever you have left with those calories after it really, I mean, depends on what study you read or who you ask. Um, it really like to me, it, it, um, and it also depends on the quality of the food as well. Sure. You're, you're probably, if you're eating uh, an avocado, um, it's going to be a little higher in uh, fat and calories, right. but long-term it's probably going to give you more energy than the pre-boxed granola bar or something, things right. like that. So gotcha. it, it's really personal preference as well. Um, try, I just try and focus on uh, eating in that calorie deficit, um, eating more whole foods, probably the, le- the less processed, the better. Uh, when you're at the grocery store, typically um, the outer rim of the store is going to be your friend. When you get into the aisles, that's usually when you're getting into all the box foods and everything. So yeah. that's probably where you want to spend the least amount of time. Not saying you can never eat that stuff. Sure. I, uh, my wife is actually, um, uh, she got her degree in bakery science and she teaches uh, culinary baking classes at the high school. So nice. I, uh, she's a great cook and likes to bake a lot. So like I, I eat this stuff regularly, but just limiting yourself, you know, trying to factor it in. Um, and you don't, you don't have to necessarily track your food. Um, like I, I use an app to put my food in, but you don't have to do it every day. Once you get kind of used to it and kind of figure it out, you can uh, limit it to like hand portion sizes. And that's, that's a whole nother topic, but um, that's, that's a good estimate on how, how much you can eat as well. And then once you kind of get in a routine with it, you can really kind of figure out what you need to do to maintain. The hard part is figuring out what you need to do to lose weight there, but. Right. What kind of deficit you're talking, eating in a deficit or how many calories are we talking? 500, 200,000. Uh, I, I, I like to go um, usually, um, 400 is a pretty good amount. Um, it depends on how, it depends on how drastic and how quick you want to lose the weight. Gotcha. So if you're going, if you're our maintenance level for the 200 pound male was about 300 or sorry, 3000 calories. If you're eating at a 400 calorie deficit, that's 2,600. 
that's going to be pretty pretty good progress, consistent progress. And over the month, you're gonna you're gonna lose some a good amount of weight there. Now, if we do a thousand calorie deficit, you're gonna lose it much quicker. Right. And also, you're gonna have probably a little less energy when you're in the gym. Mm. You may have you may be a little bit more irritable throughout the week. Uh-huh. Um, when you when you're with your kids, things like that, like yeah. you're you're you might just be a little bit more on edge. Yeah. So I, th- these are things these are things um, I think that you need to factor in as well too. Um, Obviously, if weight loss is the goal, um, you got to determine whether or not um, it's it's worth, I guess, the way you feel as well. The 400 calorie deficit, I I feel is usually a pretty good amount because it's sustainable. You don't notice. I mean, you will notice it a little bit, but if you take off, you eat three, four meals a day, you only take out 100 calories on each meal. That that's pretty that's pretty doable. Yeah, for sure. But and it, it now if you're in a thousand calorie deficit and you're now you have to take off two to 300 calories per meal. And that, that's a pretty significant amount of food. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's not sustainable. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you mentioned uh, two things. What was the second one? The other side of the equation um, for that calorie deficit is going to be your energy activity mm. uh, or sorry, um, the amount of um, calories you're burning throughout the day. So sure. if um like the food and your food consumption is definitely a big part of one side of the equation, but if you you could also increase your activity as well. So if you're normally eating, uh, let's say you're you normally eat 3000 calories a day. Now you're in a 400 calorie deficit. Let's say you average 5,000 steps a day. Hmm. Well, if all of a sudden you start walking 7,000 steps a day or 10,000 steps a day, that 400 calorie deficit might be closer to, a 600 calorie deficit. Gotcha. So you may feel a little bit more hungry here too. So this, that's something you really got to play with um, as well. Um, what, uh, what I like to try and do, especially, especially if you're trying to lose weight is make sure, well, actually um, this is probably good advice for anybody, but um, before each meal have an eight, eight ounce glass of water, mm. probably 30 minutes before the meal. A lot of times when we're hungry, it could be dehydration. Um, so if you drink that water before the meal, and you eat slowly, um, eating, eating slowly for each meal can also help, um, your food consumption as well. So if you're eating, eating between each bite, if you set your fork down, wait till you swallow, pick it back up. It's sounds like a real pain. Um, but you're, you're going to be able to listen to your body's natural hunger cues a little easier. And so you may not eat as much. Gotcha. Um, definitely, definitely moving around as much as possible. Um, I know, um, especially now, uh, a lot of people are working from home, yep. um, sitting in a chair all day long. If you're at the office, you're sitting in the desk all day long. Um, maybe just setting a timer on your phone every hour. Um, get up, walk around your house, sit back down. It only takes you a minute. Right. Um, but if you do that eight, nine times a day, that's an extra maybe two, three hundred. It, it will add up right. over time. And now if you do that every single day, so that's also going to help you just increase a little bit more, um, or de- um, increase your activity a little bit, burn a few more calories. And obviously, like if you're burning a hundred extra calories a day, you're not going to be able to see um, great progress um, in the short term. But if you do this every single day consistently, um, we're looking two, three years down the road. Right. Like that's that's an easy way to kind of keep a few extra pounds off. If you change nothing else, everything else stays the same. 
you're just moving around a little bit more. That's an easy way to kind of get some more activity in, but gotcha. How do you view fitness trackers? Like, do you think they're accurate? Do you recommend them? I have the, the whoop bracelet, which I don't know if you uh -huh. know what that is that, but I yeah. love this thing. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not sure. I, I love it for sleep, but it also does tell me calories burned. How accurate do you think that is? If you know about the whoop and then on yeah. all the other ones, like what's your view on those? Yeah. Uh, I, I've never uh, used the whoop band personally. I had a friend that had it and I see their ads all the time. So it looks, uh, looks pretty interesting, but, uh, you probably know more about it than I do. But, um, as far as fitness trackers go, um, they are, they're a good tool. Um, the, the rec the calories burned on those, um, from what they've done with the studies with like the Fitbit, the Apple watch, the whoop band, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not extremely accurate and a lot of them, um, they, it varies depend d depending on the brand you have. Sure. Um, I, I don't, I don't, um, think they're necessarily a terrible thing though, because it gives you, even if it tells you, you burn 3000 calories today and you only burned 2000 calories, right. um, as long as the band is consistent, right. Then you're at least still getting, Hey, I, I moved a little bit more than yesterday yeah. or things like that. So yeah. you're still getting, you're still getting a good idea of how much you're moving personally. Um, the sleep I use, I have a Fitbit. Um, and I, I think the sleep one is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I look at it every day to kind of see, and it's usually pretty good at knowing like when I wake up in the middle of the night, things like that. Yep. Um, and it kind of gives me, um, a good idea, like how much I am, um, sleeping or my quality of sleep. Yep. Um, I think qu quality of sleep is definitely, um, probably more important than the length of time you're sleeping. Right. If you're in bed for eight hours and you slept five, you know, like right. the, uh, the, the quality um, is probably definitely good. Um, the one thing I would caution on is with the bands. Um, if uh, I know, I don't know if you use my fitness pal or anything like I that. I have in the past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, th this is a pretty simple and free tool to track your food. Yep. Um, so this is, this is what I use. Um, what you can do on it is, I hook my Fitbit up to it, or you can, I'm sure you can do your Apple watch, maybe the whoop band. I don't know. Um, but it will say you burn 3000 calories or you exercise that day. You did some more activity. It will give you calories back. Okay. Um, that's cool. So say you say you, um, you're trying to eat 2000 calories, right. you exercise, you're a little bit more active that day. It'll now say you have 2,800 calories for the day. Um, what the, what um, the research has shown on these, though, is that the bands do a really poor job at actually tracking that. Yeah. So people will look at the app and say, oh, I have 800 more calories today. Uh, I'm going to eat those. I'm going to eat and I'm going to eat those 800 extra calories. Right. And then they're confused in two or three months down the road while they're the same weight they were. Um, what I recommend on this is you can actually go into my fitness pal and on your log, you can delete the exercise. Hmm. So it takes it off of there. Um, gotcha. So when you, when you're adding your calories, um, so like I said, um, we're trying to figure out, um, uh, you take your body weight times 15, this is already factoring in an average amount of activity throughout the day. Oh, okay. So for all, if we're also adding back, um, we're also adding back these calories. Now we're eating way over yeah. Um, our maintenance level, or we, we may be, may, may, uh, maybe we did earn back 
earn back, I say, but maybe we did uh, burn more than we did on a normal day. And so we do get, we could eat a little bit more, but usually um, what they found is that the activity trackers usually overestimate how many you get back. So um, I think, I think they're really good um, for a lot of things. I, uh, I've had one now for, I don't know, probably four years and wear one. I think I've had three or four of them. They, they break, I go buy a new one. Um, but, um, I like tracking my steps. Yeah. Um, sure. that, that's usually, that's usually, I like, I have no idea how many calories it says I usually burn a day. The only thing I really care about is my steps because that gives me a good baseline level of how much I'm moving that day. Yeah. And what do you shoot for? 10,000? Uh, yeah, usually, uh, 10,000 is a pretty good, pretty good number for me. Um, it's something that, um, I can definitely get every single day. Uh, a lot, a lot of times I found, um, I mean, I'm usually over it. Um, um, but that, that's the bare minimum I like to get. And I, I found that that's a pretty good number as well. Um, especially like on the weekends when I'm out of my normal routine. Um, if the only thing I do the entire day, um, is get my 10,000 steps in. I'm okay with that. Like that's, that's, that, that seems to be a good amount of, of activity and a pretty good, like, uh, I guess threshold to try and achieve each day. Let's go back to weight loss and let's talk about, uh, I want to talk about cardio versus uh, weight training. What's more yeah. effective, more efficient uh, to lose weight? Um, overall uh, in the short term, um, in the short term, uh, cardio is pretty good. Um, you burn a lot of calories while you're doing it. You can usually be more efficient. You're moving the entire time yeah. you're running or you're on the elliptical, you're on a treadmill. Yeah. Um, you're doing a lot more activity than you are, um, resting two to three minutes between sets on the bench press or doing bicep curls by like, uh, a lot of the muscles you use doing biceps, doing, uh, rear delt, things like that. They're very tiny muscles doing abs. You're really not burning, um, that many calories while you're doing it. Um, so in the short term, um, uh, cardio is usually pretty good. Um, if you only have three days a week for 30 to 45 minutes, I would recommend you spend that time doing some form of strength training. Um, long-term, um, you're going to be able to build lean muscle, which is going to help um, improve your body composition. It's going to help you burn more calories uh, over time. And cardio, um, steady state cardio um, and high intensity cardio, things like that, um, actually increase hunger. Um, so a lot of times when you're doing now, if you're walking, hasn't really, um, the studies kind of show that walking doesn't, uh, just brisk walking doesn't necessarily increase hunger. So if you're just getting your 10,000 steps in, you're going for morning walks, nightly walks with your family, things like that. Um, walking is a really good form of cardio, a good form of burning those extra calories. That's not going to increase your hunger significantly, but doing things like the treadmill running on the treadmill, I should say um, the bike, the elliptical, the stair step or things like that. Yes. You're going to burn quite a bit of calories while you're doing this, but a lot of times people end up actually overeating and kind of losing, losing that progress. And you're not necessarily building that muscle you would, that's going to help kind of keep you lean long-term. So if you only have now, if your schedule is available, um, and you can do, um, six days a week, um, alternating, it's not a bad idea, especially if you're trying to get, um, in better, um, some better conditioning, yeah. things like that, that, um, and I'm not saying never do cardio. 
Um, there's obviously a lot of benefits um, to cardio, but um, if you only if you if you only could choose one, I would always lean towards strength training. Gotcha. So let's say you had all the time in the world. Let's say mm -hmm. you had a gym in your dining room, mm -hmm. and you wanted to, um, you know, look better, not just you know. Uh, and I know that's uh, probably a short-sighted goal, but it is what it is. So let's say that's your goal. You just want to look better. Uh, you know, you want to be able to, to hit the beach and feel pretty damn good about yourself. What is the best split in terms of muscles? Is it, and is it three days a week? Is it five days a week? Like what would, what's optimal? Um, it, like, like I said, it, it really depends. Um, if you're, uh, if you have, um, an hour each day, then doing an upper body, lower body split might be worth it. Okay. Uh, might be kind of alternating that every single day. Um, if you, um, it, it really, a lot of the times it's not necessarily, um, how many times you go, it's kind of what you put into that time. Right. So if you're, um, and if you're, if you're focused on your legs, you're, you're going to focus, if you have five days a week, you may want to focus three of those days on your legs. Hmm. If you want to get, um, work your chest a little bit more, you're going to have to put in the time on your chest. Um, I like to, I like to do, um, kind of, I, I like to split it up, um, kind of chest, chest and triceps on the same day. Yeah. And then always kind of end with a little bit of core. Okay. And I, I say core, um, I don't necessarily mean abs. Okay. Um, I like to do, um, um, I actually had, um, a pretty significant lower back injury mm. when I was in high school. Um, and so I've kind of dealt with that for, um, little over 10 years now and it, it um so when i do core i don't do um and most people will probably benefit from not doing crunches sit up things like that hmm. um because it's going to put a lot of pressure on uh your back a lot of people don't do them with great form right. so it may not hurt you today but 10 years down the road when all of a sudden you have this pain you can't figure out why well <laughs> all right uh, what you've done up to that point kind of leads to it so i like to do a lot of core work but also a lot of, a lot of the movements I do, like when I was talking about, um, the compound movements mm -hmm. and things like that, you can make a lot of exercise, pretty much everything involves your core. Uh, there's, there's pretty much nothing you can do that doesn't involve your core. So a lot of times, um, you don't need to spend and your abs are actually a very tiny, like mm -hmm. compared to other things in your body, you don't need to put a ton of work into it. And if you're, you're eating in the calorie deficit, you're, you're, you're burning calories you're you're losing weight you're at a low body fat percentage and you're doing not necessarily just a minimal amount of work on your abs but you're going to be able to see some definition things like that, gotcha. um, that i think that's the hardest thing for um people to kind of realize a lot of times that uh i know i hear a lot i'm doing all i'm doing all these crunches i'm, I'm doing planks i'm doing everything and i can't i can't see my abs why, why can't i lose the fat here well you can't spot reduce a, you, you're not going to be able to just do crunches and you lose all the fat around your waist and nowhere else on your body um so i think that's um can be kind of difficult to understand um but yeah just focus kind of breaking it up a little bit and this is this is just my personal preference this yeah. isn't the right way to do things this isn't um um necessarily what you should what you should do um it's it's going to be different for everybody but i like to kind of get my chest 
one day chest and triceps, yeah. um, a little bit of core work, some ab work at the end of my workouts. And then the next workout I'll do, um, shoulders, focus heavy on the shoulders yeah. and then, um, some biceps and then do, um, like I said, a little bit of core, a little bit of abs at the end of each workout. Yep. And then I'll do a, a, a day where I just focus on legs. Okay. And so right now, uh, my, my, uh, my current routine is I, I, I just go three days a week. Okay. Uh, I go two upper body days and uh, one lower body day. Um, and then on the weekends, if I have time, I'll go jump rope gotcha. or something like that. Um, if uh, a lot of what I like to do actually to kind of get a little bit of cardio in to get um, some more movement in is I'll go play basketball. Uh, that's something I like to do. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, I can get a lot of steps in. I can go hang out with some people I don't normally get to see. So that's, um, that's something I like to try and do. Um, or what I've done in the past is I've only had, um, when my schedule gets really busy, I'll, I'll make a plan where I, I do the same workouts or kind of focus on the same things, mm. but I'll split each workout in half. Mm. And I'll do 20 minutes, six days a week. Gotcha. And is, that, uh, is, that, is that as effective? Because I've been considering that myself. Because typically I do, like you just described, uh, chest tries, back buys, mm -hmm. shoulders, legs. Yeah. Um, but I've considered just because of time and I got so much going on with the podcast. And, mm -hmm. and especially this time of year, I got the, the kids and Christmas shopping and you fucking name and I'm busy. So I have considered like I'll just do chest one day, tries mm -hmm. the next day. Is that is that effective? Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it, it, it depends on what you're going for. Um, it, it worked for me, um, because, um, I kind of, and I think this is pretty common with a lot of people where you kind of get in the all or nothing mindset. Yeah. Well, if the, I can't, if sure. I can't do my hour long workout, well, I'm just not going to do it yeah. today. And I'm just as guilty as that as anybody. Um, so I would kind of, I, I'd, I'd like to do the 45 to hour long workouts three times a week, three, four times a week. Um, when my schedule's not as busy, um, I'm, it's, it's easy to stick to that. Yeah. But when you got things going on, um, I, I would go a couple weeks at a time without working out at all, mm. or I would just work out on Saturday Yeah. and I was like, I was maintaining where I was, I guess, but it was, it's just difficult. Um, and you think, well, in a couple of months is going to slow. It never slows down. No. Like it, it is not going to slow down. No. So just doing, and, uh, just doing those 20 minutes I yeah. found, um, it's pretty sustainable for me. And yes, you're doing it more days a week, right. but if you have 45 minutes for lunch, yeah. if you have 45 minutes in the morning, like there, there are multiple, there are more times throughout the day where you can fit in a 20 minute workout than you can a 45 to an hour long workout. Yeah. And so that I I've enjoyed that. Um, and it, it kind of makes it, um, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm getting better or worse results, right. but it's, it's almost more like motivating sometimes yeah. Yeah. because I can really just focus on one thing. Yeah. And you're in and out real quick. Right. Yeah. And I, I get it in, I feel yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I, I feel good. And, um, I, I try and I try and allow myself 30 minutes, even though I'm only working out 20, I uh, get some foam rolling in, warm up a little bit, then cool down. I, I don't do well if I don't get a cool down after my workouts. Really? Uh, I get really stiff. Hmm, okay. Um, in the next few days I'm feeling it and I'm regretting that I didn't spend those <laughs> five, 10 minutes of mobility work after. So that's something I've noticed for me. Um, and that's probably, 
um, just years of working out when you're younger, not doing that. Yeah. And then sure. you, 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 cause you feel great. You wake up the next day, like I can go do this again. And then you, one day you just can't, <laughs> but <laughs> happens to all of so, us. yeah. So I, I, what I like to do is, um, like, let's say I'm focusing on my shoulders. I'm focusing on, uh, the biceps doing a little bit of abs. Let's say each of those, I don't know, six or seven exercises total. Yep. I'll just split it in two. Yeah. And then I'll do that like Monday, Thursday. And then my other, my workout where I'm doing legs, I'll do that Tuesday for, or something like that. And then my third workout I'll do Wednesday, Saturday or something. Gotcha. And then I try and take at least one day off one day, mm-hmm. but, um, it, it worked pretty well for me. Um, it can be, it can be a little, um, discouraging. I get, maybe that's the word. Um, mm-hmm. just cause like you're, you don't feel like you're getting as much work in, Yeah. but if you're, if you're putting 20 solid minutes into three extra, like you can, you can still see great results. If you're, if you're eating properly, you're getting enough protein, you can still build muscle. You're still going to be able to lose weight. Like it's not necessarily, um, now obviously if you're competing and sure, it's a, a, whole different... a strong man competition, yeah. a bodybuilding, like yeah. you're, you're going to need to spend more time yeah. uh, in the weight room. But um, for, I, I would say for the average person, um, I don't want to say you could get away with doing this, right? but it's something that you can incorporate into, and even if you can only do this four or five times a week, right? well, that's still, still something. over an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's still over an hour of strength training compared to doing it never right. uh, you're, you're 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 still going to be able to see the benefits of it let's talk about um supplementation briefly mm-hmm. uh, in terms of protein shakes uh in the morning before after when's the best time to consume those things yeah um as far as um the research goes yeah. it depends on a lot of this is depends on what you read. Yeah. Um, you could you could probably some, find something that validates your thinking either way. Yeah. Um, I um, um, I think it's been a common um, common belief that you need it within thirty minutes of your workout. Right. Um, from what I've read, from what I've learned, this isn't necessarily um, the case. Hmm. Um, if you're getting it throughout the day, it doesn't necessarily matter if you get it right away after your workout. Um, and, uh, I usually try to, I, I, I try to drink a protein shake or have a meal, uh, after I work out because, uh, and I I usually have to wait a little bit. I can't drink it right away. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Um, I, I feel kind of like I, I'm not hungry, I guess, as soon as I get done. But if I wait a half hour, 45 minutes, I can usually eat. So I try, I try to, and I also, uh, I just get a little irritable if I don't have food in me after yeah. a hard workout. Yeah. Um, so that, that I always try to, um, before your workout, um, it can give you some good energy yeah. for your workout. Um, making, um, I like avocados, making a shake with avocados, uh, dates are good. Hmm. Um, um, pretty heavy carbs or a lot of carbs there. And, um, so that, that's some good energy, yeah. um, before, before your workout and stuff. Yeah. Um, pre-workouts are pretty, um, pretty uh normal um a lot a lot of caffeine and things like that yeah. but as far as far as like protein protein shakes go um I, I like to drink them throughout the day um and i used to always mix it with milk uh milk hasn't always sat well with me so i kind of found some alternatives do it uh like almond milk things like that and yeah. um that, that's a pretty good substitute uh, coconut milk um i try and find the pre-workouts or not the pre-work sorry uh 
the protein shakes with um, that taste good with water. Um, I found this is an easy way to kind of save myself. Uh, 80 calories, like if I'm using eight ounce glass of milk or something like that, if it tastes good without water, that's an easy way for me to save a couple hundred calories throughout the day. So just as far as protein shakes go, if you're getting your protein, if you eat a lot of chicken, a lot of lean meat and stuff, you're getting uh, your beef, you're getting a lot of protein throughout the day. You don't necessarily need protein shakes. I like protein shakes. I like the taste of them. Yeah. Uh, but if if you if you if you're getting a sufficient amount of protein um throughout the day you don't you don't need to spend your money on protein shakes all right well any final last words of wisdom to anyone out there either um you know just looking to to get into a gym for the first time or or to get back in yeah uh i would just say um it gets easier as you get going um consistent consistency is um key to it if you, if you can only get in once or twice a week it's going to be better than not going at all yeah. um and start slow yeah. um start slow um anything that you kind of jump into full steam eventually you're going to kind of burn out yeah. um so if you can get in there um find find a routine that works for you uh, don't don't focus on what your best friend's doing what your favorite celebrity trainer online is doing uh, fi- find a plan that works for you and something that you can stick to not just for a 30 or 60 day program, but something that you're going to be able to maintain over the long term. And where, uh, where's the best place people can find you? Cause I, you mentioned you, you do some training online. So what's the best yeah. place, uh, to, for people to reach you? Yeah. Uh, Facebook, uh, if you can find me on Facebook, it should be Anthony J Pluff. Uh, you can add me as a friend on there or, uh, Instagram are the two main, main, um, places. And that's a Pluff training, a P L U F F training, and then uh, I do have a website and I have the link to that on my uh, Instagram. So gotcha. um, don't use the website too much, um, but it's just kind of a more of a landing page. So okay. it's probably the easiest way. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thank you, Anthony. I want to, I want to thank you for, for coming on today and uh, imparting your wisdom. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can do it again and, and maybe get some questions from the guys and uh, try and help them out uh, on their, on their fitness journey. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thank you. Take care. All right. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for episode 10. I want to thank Anthony for joining me. Um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the delay in releases lately. Um, my sincere apologies. The There was a snowstorm that threw me and then uh, the holidays threw me. And, and any time that there is an opportunity to get my children, I take it. But when they are here, it, it causes me to shift my focus, obviously. So my apologies, I do have, uh, I believe, seven more or eight more to edit down. I hope to get you two more today, uh, Janu- uh, January, uh, December 28th. Uh, I-, I should have two more for you today. So I appreciate your patience, and uh, I apologize for the delays. I hope you all are well, and I want to congratulate all of us that have made it through Christmas yeah, this is always the most difficult time of year um, after going through what we've gone through. So be proud of yourselves for making it through because unfortunately not all of us do, but we did. So celebrate that shit. All right. I love you. Until next time. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Nick Coyle and Lifer for allowing me to use their song born again, which you're hearing now and at the intro to the podcast. Thank you to Justin Delahanty and all of my brothers at the Alpha Code. Please reach out and connect with me and other like-minded men on the Facebook group page, 
Rising Phoenix podcast. This group will be used to discuss released episodes, future episodes, and to discuss any and all things that come from dealing with a divorce, separation, or breakup. I look forward to connecting with you. Until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And remember to surround yourself with people who add value to your life, who challenge you to be greater than you were yesterday, who sprinkle magic into your existence just like you do to theirs. Life is not meant to be done alone. Find your tribe. Take care.